homeschooling just got less nerdy. Find out why on this episode of Pushback. you're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. Hello again, everyone. This is Dr. Johnny, and this is Pushback. And it is my good pleasure to join you again this week to talk about things of culture and the things that are happening in this world, which uh, lately has been a lot. And uh, it's been uh, sometimes even overwhelming how the data changes each and every day uh, about COVID-19 and the things that we are dealing with as a society. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that I was just on call last night. I'm still in my scrubs and garb from last night. I had a mellow call night, which was nice. Uh, and in our little town, so far, things have been uh, pretty um, okay, all in all. Uh, but we are still being vigilant and prepared. And I know that as of yesterday, uh, which uh, was May 18th, uh, some of the restrictions have been lifted, especially in the state of Minnesota, and I know across the country as well. And as a physician, I just want to caution you uh, as you may escape the house and go into the realms of society uh, that you still need to be very safe and careful and uh, still implement social distancing and uh, let's try to keep this virus at bay. The best thing that we can do is to show the scientists uh, that this virus is starting to decrease and, and it's on the decline. Uh, so that requires us to be vigilant, to not spread it, and uh, still use precautions. So let's be smart about this uh, as we go back into the world. I know that we're anxious uh, and uh, have even had some episodes of frustration being cooped up uh, and quarantined. Uh, but let's still be careful. Let's be let's be mindful and uh, let's watch out for each other. I think one of the best things that I've heard over the past uh, several months is just assume that you have it. If you kind of approach society assuming that you have the virus, then really your mindset will be, eh, let's protect other people from me. And I think that's a, a good way of approaching it if everybody does that and we're able to uh, implement some social distancing and precautions then I think we're going to be okay, and I think we're heading in the right direction. I feel like there's a little light at the end of the tunnel, and I hope you're feeling the same way. Uh, you know, this COVID has caused us to rethink many things, many aspects of life. And my wife and I were talking about how many things uh, will be sort of permanent changes as a result of this virus. I think back to 9-11, and, you know, nothing was the same after that. And this is not exactly apples to apples. This is a little bit of a different circumstance. But you wonder just as a society how things will change and, and shift just based on what we're, what we're going through right now. It'll be interesting. But certainly one thing that has caused an incredible shift is kids being home from school after school shut down and implementing of homeschooling all across the nation. Uh, as I may or may not have mentioned on previous podcasts, so we are a homeschooling family. We have eight children, 
And, and when we say we, I mean that in the marital sense, of course, because it's really my wife who does the homeschooling uh, at our house and she loves it. Uh, she's gifted at it. Uh, and uh, it's been an inspiration to watch her really live out a real calling in her life. And we're going to talk about that as well. But I want to talk specifically about homeschooling because uh, we're obviously advocates of it, but I just want to tell you a little bit of my journey uh, in the homeschooling world because it might just surprise you. You know, I, I was a public school kid, uh, raised in a public school in central uh, Minnesota, just south of the Twin Cities, and uh, and really had a, a very good, healthy childhood, uh, raised by a very healthy family. Uh, but I was I was a public school kid, and I I liked a lot of it, um, and some of it was uh, hard uh, socially, and and some of the things that you have to go through in public school. Now that was, <laughs> I don't even want to say, but over thirty years ago, and I know that things change decade by decade uh, in the realm of society and the things that we live through. Um, but what I want to talk about is is really uh, the fact that. Because of this virus, homeschooling has become really on the forefront, and there's been a lot of parents who have been thrusted into the role of teacher at home, uh, and they never saw that coming. There's been a lot of YouTube videos and comedians on TV talking about just the humor of all of a sudden becoming your child's teacher, and I know that's uh, had some uh, a big learning curve for many, and even the public schools trying to negotiate and and uh, the technology and the things that have needed to take place to make this happen. Uh, but but you know homeschooling itself is something that's really on the rise. As the latest statistics would show, there are about 2.5 million homeschooled students K through 12 in the United States currently, uh, and this is growing at a rate, at least over the last several years, of about eight percent per year. Uh, that's a pretty big growth, and and there's a popularity that's brewing. Now, over the last couple months, the popularity of homeschooling has increased exponentially as the whole country has had to embrace a form of homeschooling. And so this has brought this to the forefront. And I, I'm, I'm suspicious, I'm curious about how parents are responding. I know that many parents may be responding like, hey, I can't wait till school gets back and my kids can go back. But there might be a decent percentage of the population that may pause from what's been happening as their child has been home with them and they've been working through some of their curriculum with their child. There might have been some light bulbs that have gone off in parents' minds that may have said, "Mm, maybe this isn't so bad. This homeschooling thing maybe is something that we should consider. Well, I would like to sing its praises, but you know, when, when my wife and I were married Uh, homeschooling wasn't exactly even really on our radar. As I have mentioned in in prior episodes, our oldest son uh, was born with a liver condition and and, uh, underwent a liver transplant at age five. So because of that and because of some immunosuppression and the things he was going through, we weren't really able to send him to kindergarten and and the early elementary uh, aspects of school for him. So because of that, we... uh, were quote unquote forced to homeschool him. And uh, so my wife began to teach him at home. And of course, she fell in love with it uh, as she was able to guide and direct his journey educationally. So we didn't go into homeschool um, with the mindset that we were trying to escape public school or had a bad taste in our mouth from public school. 
it's important to know that there are different reasons and motivations that people do homeschool. Um, I, I think one of the big ones is, and, and really has been the case for us with our eight children, is that you can customize and individualize the curriculum and not only uh, individualize it, but they, the children can learn at their own pace. We've had some children who have been able to accelerate uh, certain topics, um, certain categories of, of learning. And we've had some children who have had to sort of slow down and, and, and review and take some time before they actually mastered it. And, and I loved observing the ability of Amy to, um, to guide and direct their education at their own pace. They, um, other people uh, do it because uh, it allows you to teach a, a particular set of values or beliefs. Uh, this is what this podcast is about, is about worldview and about uh, uh, the culture in which we live. You know that I love that word. And, and we can, as parents, be the ones that, that implement and influence culture. Make no mistake about it. Your children will be influenced and your children will be taught. The question is, by whom? By what influence? Who will teach them? Who will inject their moralistic values into your children? Because somebody will. There's a famous quote uh, that says, Give me four years to teach the children, and the seed that I have sown will never be uprooted. Hmm, who said that? That was Vladimir Lenin, the leader of the Soviet Union. It kind of gives you a chill down your spine as somebody like him makes the statement, give me four years to teach the children and the seed I have sown will never be uprooted. Now, the goal of this podcast is really not to bash public school. I, I, I believe that if you are considering homeschooling, that it should be something that you're called to and that you're running towards, not something that you're running away from. Um, however, make no mistake about it, public school has their issues. And those have been very public in the public school about the issues. And a lot of people are motivated to homeschool their children because they feel like it's in a safer environment for their children. The physical violence, the drug abuse, um, the psychological abuse, the racism, unhealthy sexual associations that take place in school has, have a, has had an absolute undeniable negative effect on our children, our society, and our culture. Now, is that fixable? I, I pray that it is. Uh, however, it seems to be going in the wrong direction. And that's why a, a podcast like Pushback is, is here, because I want to give you an alternative, a, a new idea, a, a, an alternative to, to what you can um, expose your children to in a safe way. So let me just real quickly just sing the praises of homeschooling. Because there's an inevitable stereotype of homeschooling and homeschooled children. Sometimes you talk about, oh, this child is homeschooled, and, and instantly people get the picture of the Scripps spelling bee of some nerdy little kid with a bow tie and his parents hovering over him, demanding that he win. And, and we see that as homeschooling. Homeschooling has, has evolved in a, in, a, in a wonderful way over time to where it is very dynamic and helpful and high-tech, and it's been uh, uh, 
has been undeniably better in regards to actual uh, educational uh, outcomes. Homeschooled children perform 15 to 30% above public or private school on standardized tests, and they generally score above average um, uh, on the ACT and SAT. And, and this is really important if you're considering this and you feel intimidated by teaching your children. The homeschooled child's academic performance is not dependent on whether or not the homeschooling parent is a certified teacher, and it is regardless of the parent's formal education. That's really, really important. You are qualified because you're the parent. It doesn't mean you have to be a master in science or math. People get intimidated if you're like me and doing and diagramming sentences and all of these things that we learned in school and promptly forgot. Uh, these things can be walked through through these curriculums that are provided for you. And, and you are qualified because you are the parent. You are the most important influencer in your child's life. And if you're considering homeschooling your children, it's because you should be called to it. Amy and I will be the first to say, even though we feel like it's been successful and we feel like our children have, have thrived being homeschooled, uh, that it isn't for everyone. Just like everything in this life, we have to be called by the Father's voice. Because if you're doing something outside of his will or outside of his perfect plan, then that's a dangerous place to be. But if he's calling you to it, then it is a noble cause. But, but hear me in this. Don't make your decision because of fear. Fear is never the guide of whether you do or don't do something. The enemy wants you to be guided by fear. See, it's easy to say, oh, my kids wouldn't want to hang out with me. That's not true. Our, the kids, our kids want parents more than anybody on this planet. We may say, well, we're not qualified. We're not smart enough. We were never very good in school ourselves. Well, I just showed you that it's regardless of patients, uh, parents' education that the kids continually outperform public school children. Let me just talk a little bit about why I think homeschooling is important to me. I, I have had the privilege of being home oftentimes, and now maybe even more than ever, because I, I generally work the night shift in the emergency department. I kind of laugh because I think our eight, my eight-year-old thinks I never work <laughs> because I leave in the evening. And by the time she's up in the morning, I'm back at home. Um, but I'm working all through the night. But what I have loved about our experience, if I can just talk personally with you, is I hear so many parents say, well, you know, our children um, are born and then in a blink of an eye, they're gone. And, and I feel like that hasn't really been the case. I feel like I've been able to really absorb a lot of time with my children because they're here. And the other beautiful thing about homeschooling is it doesn't take eight hours to get through a day of curriculum. Our children are usually done in maybe three to four, uh, and it's half the time. And so we have more time together. We have more time for family time and the things that we enjoy. And so our kids love it. Uh, we, I enjoy uh, just the time with them and being able to be saturated so that when they do go and my, my oldest daughter is about to get married, I feel like it hasn't gone by in a blink of an eye. I think it's been wonderful and there's been a certain pace to it that I've truly enjoyed as a parent. As many probably realize, and I think maybe 
a healthy byproduct of this COVID-19 crisis is, is just the technology that is already changing and has been forced to change. I believe the e-learning and, and the technology that's now available to all homeschooled families is astronomical and wonderful. And I believe just the, the access that we have now in technology to interface and to be even in contact with others and to get cutting edge information for our children, I think is unbelievable. But the last part of this podcast, I want to talk about the thing that really gets me going. Because every, almost every single time that we're sitting with somebody and they learn that we are homeschooled, uh, that our children are homeschooled, there's always the comment that happens next. And any family who's listening who are homeschooled and are doing homeschooling know exactly what it's going to be. What about socialization? It's the comment that everybody says because they think that homeschoolers are isolated uh, and can't speak in full sentences and are too nerdy for words and only care about learning and they have no social interaction, that they're hidden from the rest of the world. Well, this is a stereotype that I would like to tell you is simply not true. It drives us crazy, actually. It's funny because one of my daughters is very active on the public school uh, volleyball team. And we were concerned because we thought, well, maybe she would be teased that she's homeschooled or, and she certainly will stand out maybe as different. Uh, but overwhelmingly, uh, maybe even unanimously, the response that she's getting from her public school friends is jealousy. They too wish that they could just be home and be homeschooled. That that says volumes to me that there's something that's going on in the public school that maybe is unhealthy. And even somebody who's in the middle of it and just sees that as normal life actually can recognize that there is something maybe unhealthy that's occurring here. See, because the vast majority of people are public schooled, they, they have a mindset that school is a social institution. But I would like to make this super clear that school is an educational institution. And yes, there is socialization that takes place there, but there's socialization that takes place everywhere. In, in sociology, socialization is the process of internalizing the norms and ideologies of society. This is a cultural word. And so my question is, is do you want your children to be socialized by their peers? Would you plug in a picture of their friends and their peers at school to be the ones that are going to internalize, help them internalize the norms and ideologies of society? See, you as parents can choose how your child is educated and socialized. Now, you might say, well, that's an overbearing helicopter type parenting where we're, where we're hovering over our children and, and watching everything that they do. Um, and, and, and maybe my response is yes. This is about culture. This is about maybe what we're supposed to do. Not be overbearing, not, not control our children. That's not the goal. But the goal is these are our, our most prized possession. They are our most prized possession that have been given to us by God here on this earth. And do we care how they are educated and socialized? We ought to care intimately. 
And we ought to be the ones, we ought to be the greatest influencers in their life to direct and to guide their education and their socialization so that we can implement the internalization of norms and ideologies of the society that they live in. We, as I mentioned previously, are in the middle of a home renovation project. It's been sort of our, our sequester uh, COVID-19 project as we've been home and we're maybe about halfway through, but we've had a sheetrocker at our home and, and he was a teacher in the public school, uh, and, and a Christian man. And he was frustrated because he, he was dealing with children who were in pain every day, but he was unable as a, as a teacher to give them moral direction. So if you think your children are getting, um, socialized by the teachers in the school, they are actually have their hands tied behind their back of how they can socialize your children. So it is, make no mistake about it, it is the person sharing the locker next to them that is internalizing the norms and ideologies of society for your children. That ought to scare us just a little. That ought to concern us just a little. So when people respond to me and they say, well, what about socialization of your children? My response is, public school has its own social problems. They are the ones who are struggling with, so, with socializing issues. And sometimes that can be painful for your children. Does homeschooling solve all those problems? Not necessarily, but it does put you in the driver's seat as parents to guide and direct their moral direction. We can do it. We are to be the ones to do it. And if your children are public schooled and you're not being called to homeschool, I completely understand. And this isn't meant to be a criticism towards you. It's just meant to have you process and consider it. Bring it before the Lord. But if your children are public schooled, then you need to be vigilant. You need to, be, you need to understand that they are being influenced each and every day. And that you need to have your hand on the wheel of their lives so that, they, so that you know how and by whom they are being influenced. And by the way, there have been studies about homeschooling children. And homeschooling does have an effect on social skills in a positive way. It has a positive impact on, uh, impact on social skills. Children are not subject to peer pressure, violence, drugs, and other negative influences. And so because of that, the children actually have demonstrated through research that they have higher peer interaction, higher self-concept, leadership skills, family cohesion, participation in community service, and self-esteem. Isn't that what we would want for our children? Public school parents, be vigilant. Homeschooled parents, continue to guide and direct your children. Be forthright. Take this opportunity. And if you're on the fence, then this podcast is for you. I'm just going to ask you to consider having your children home with you. It might require a lot of shifting in finances and time, but it's your most prized possession. I'm not trying to put a guilt treatment on you. 
but it's important that we as a society and as a culture. Now, you may say, Dr. Johnny, this seems actually contrary to what you continue to say, that we need to actually be the influencers of society, that we need to enter all aspects of society. But my point is, and I will reiterate this point, school is not a social institution. So we get to direct um, how they are educated and how they are socialized. Socialization is incredibly important. And we consider it incredibly important for our children to be able to talk to their siblings, to their peers, and to adults. It's raising a well-rounded children, and homeschooling actually provides that. I'm actually chuckling at myself because I was, I was a hesitant homeschooler, much more than my wife. My wife just seemed to embrace it immediately. I was more hesitant. But over time, and what I have been seeing in the culture, and, and, and the influence that I have had, and the, and the people that I have touched in my practice, and in my ministry, and even through my family circles, I see the value in homeschooling. And maybe this COVID crisis has, has opened the eyes of many of you that maybe it's not so bad. Maybe it's doable. Maybe this is an important aspect. Sit down with your children and see how they feel about this. You might be surprised. And just consider it. I absolutely will have my wife back on a future podcast and we can talk more about details of homeschooling um, or some things that we have just learned along the way if that interests you. But I also would encourage you to go to our website, gofam.org, where we have multiple resources on raising children and parenting. And and injected in all of those conversations, of course, is the homeschooling conversation. So thank you for hearing my heart on this. And remember, you don't have to agree with me. Just because I'm ultra opinionated doesn't make me right. And so I'd like to hear your perspective on both sides of this topic. And remember, if I use your question on my podcast, I'm going to send you a free gift, a nice free gift, by the way. And so I would look really look forward to hearing from you. So now, let's go together and set and shape the culture. 